0: Bitcoin in Africa, 0x pumps thanks to NFTs, and what is going on with SoftBank and Sandbox? That and more in the crypto market talk this week. In this week's episode, we will talk about Bitcoin, we will talk about Ripple. Before we jump into some more information about 0x, which has had a very interesting announcement in the last couple of days. Then we will, of course, discuss Cardano. We will discuss Ave and Avalanche together because there is an interesting partnership happening there. We'll also discuss Polygon. And then last but not least, of course, we will dive into Sandbox. But before we jump into Bitcoin, we should jump into this new story and discuss the following headline. In New York Senator Thomas proposes to criminalize rock pools and other crypto frauds. State Senator Kevin Thomas is seeking a new law that should at least establish the idea of what is a rock pull, what is a private key fraud, and how especially should this be treated in a legal context. So the idea will be first to define it and then kind of bring a proposal how to on how to criminalize this topic. And I think this is the right approach when it comes to generally defining these things, because especially rock pulls, and as he mentioned here, the private key fraud. These definitions are very unclear for a lot of politicians. It, it, there is also the discussion of the virtual token fraud so potentially giving out a token that is unusable in any kind of way to exactly steal money and this is actually the second law that we've seen in the short period of time. We have here the second one as well from a Republican Norma Torres which has launched the so-called El Salvador Act. The El Salvador Act has the main goal to kind of discuss this idea that El Salvador obviously has accepted bitcoin as legal tender and this that this could become a risk for the united states and the financial system as a whole of course they will want to kind of observe the transactions between El Salvador and the U.S. And you shouldn't forget El Salvador is not kind of uh, dependent on the U.S. in any kind of way. Of course, there is normal trade happening. But these are two completely different economies. And it will be interesting as to how the U.S. will treat other countries. That will accept in Bitcoin in the future. And we'll discuss this in another news story as well. But first of all, let's also discuss this headline Vanguard to end support for grayscale Bitcoin and Ethereum products. Now, Vanguard, obviously with 7 trillion assets under management, pretty much the biggest wealth management service provider. And Vanguard has decided to pretty much reduce, if not remove completely, the over the counter products such as GBTC and ETH. Of course, these are not the only products. So the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust and the Ethereum Trust are some of the most important products when it comes to institutional investors wanting to invest into cryptocurrencies. Now, again, this has nothing to do with Grayscale specifically. Vanguard is making a strategy change there. So they will remove over-the-counter products and securities starting April 28th. Now, as you know, Grayscale is at the same time trying to get a spot ETF approved by the SEC. Unfortunately, still not successful till date, but we will definitely keep you posted when this becomes a reality. Now, let's talk about Bitcoin. And the interesting part is, of course, on one side, you have these news that could potentially mean that Bitcoin's institutional interest is decreasing but at the same time we see we're seeing stats such as these Bitcoin exchange reserve we're looking at Coinbase Pro so mostly a product used by institutional investors and what we can see here in the purple line compared to the black line which is the price the purple line is the exchange reserve. Now the exchange reserve has dropped significantly in the last couple of months and just recently once again by 30,000 Bitcoin. That essentially means that Coinbase now holds less holds 30,000 Bitcoin less in their reserves. And that in turn means that there was a bigger institutional buyer of Bitcoin via Coinbase Pro. Now looking at the general stat, of course, we shouldn't just look at one exchange. We also have to look at Bitcoin exchange outflows in total on all exchanges. And we can see very similar kind of numbers and behaviors that are happening here as well. So the exchange outflow in total has increased That means Bitcoin have left the exchanges and that in turn is always kind of a bullish sign or a more positive sign, usually before a price increase. Now this could be because a major corporation is bought Bitcoin. It could also be something completely different. Sometimes it can also be that the exchanges are moving Bitcoins from wallet to wallet and the new wallet is just not being tracked by these tools. So always take these kind of stats and analytics with a grain of. Of salt. But keep in mind that usually a big buyer of Bitcoin at this price could mean that a bigger corporation is entering the market. Now, before we talk about corporations, we also have to talk about countries. Now, after El Salvador, the city Lugano and Honduras, now the Central African Republic has also accepted Bitcoin as so-called a legal tender. So it's a currency you can pay pretty much everywhere you can even ask the stores to accept bitcoin if you so want to so it will be quite interesting to see whether the central african republic was the first kind of domino stone here for the general continent in africa similar to el salvador in central america with honduras etc so it will be quite interesting to see especially these countries where we always discussed maybe the risk of inflation is very high or the risk of a currency devaluation is pretty high. So it could be quite interesting to accept Bitcoin as legal tender there because it is potentially an alternative asset and maybe even and this is a big maybe a safe haven asset going forward. Now looking at the chart we can see the following here. Of course the price is still within that important range that I've drawn through the Fibonacci sequence. For me this will become kind of the most important part. Will it actually touch 37.3 or will it still be in the 38,000s, I would expect here at least a correction down to 37.3, and then we shoot back up with the positive news that some bigger corporation has bought Bitcoin and added it to their books. If we should break this line of 37.3, I would expect us to go down at to around 28 to 30,000 US dollar going forward. Now let's jump to the SEC. Now, obviously there has been an SEC case against Ripple, the company that gave out the XRP token and it is now slated to end in 2023. Now that of course puts some pressure onto XRP and maybe for context, there has been this legal case from the SEC against Ripple with the idea or thought that XRP might be a security and that of course would have kind of big implications on the crypto market as a whole, but also on XRP as a whole. Now, one or the first consequence, in my opinion, will be that Ripple is actually moving away from California where they're currently to Japan, for example, because in Ripple, the company, SoftBank is actually a very big investor and SoftBank has also kind of um, mentioned that potentially a move from Ripple from California to Japan might be a reality. So I would expect this SEC case hopefully to turn out out for the better for the crypto industry. Of course, that it's not a security. If it should be declared as a security, I would expect bigger corrections down the road. Now, generally looking at the XRP chart, I was not very convinced of this chart, but what I've seen here is almost a very interesting trend line performing here. Depends on how you would draw it. You could either draw it from here or actually to here, and then it would kind of still have three touch points. But looking at it here, we still have the three or four touch points in the chart. So very interesting zone right now at around 64 cents. Should this break of course the trend line would be invalidated and then we will have to see for a new pattern. Then we will discuss 0x and 0x protocol because its token has surged over 47% after the Coinbase NFT partnership. Now, Coinbase has, of course, launched an NFT marketplace, which is currently still in beta, and the ZRX token has soared as well. Although the ZRX token is not directly involved in this Coinbase NFT marketplace, it's more the infrastructure of the protocol that is being used, so it's the powerful multi-chain NFT swap support that brings more gas efficiency, and of course, that is kind of the major point. So, these 54% more gas efficiency is huge when it comes to NFTs. For example, in the Ethereum NFT space, if you're buying an NFT, then generally, you let's say you buy one for you at one 100 US dollars, you could even pay up to 100 US dollars in gas fees, costing you a total of. 200 US dollars for a 100 US dollar NFT. So that in turn means that There should be more gas efficiency kind of going forward. And obviously the NFT marketplace from Coinbase will integrate that with ZRX. That of course also showed in the chart. You can see this rocket up pretty much to at around 119 and then correct back down almost to its previous level. And it just shows you how important limit orders are. So so just set a sell limit order here at 119, for example, and set it and forget it that way you can always kind of get these interesting trades even when you're asleep or when you're on vacation etc now looking kind of forward for this chart for me the interesting zone is still 43 to 53 cents should it correct a bit more back down because again the ZRX token is not really the, the main protocol or main technology being used by Coinbase it's actually the infrastructure from ZRX Now, going to Cardano, we can discuss this headline, 400 new projects and 100k new wallets in a month on Cardano. Now, very impressive stats, of course, but at the same time, it's still kind of the main issue that Cardano is fighting on one side with technical challenges and on the other side, of course, with its usage numbers. Now, 400 new decentralized applications is a great number, unless, of course, nobody uses it. And that is kind of my main gripe with Cardano in general. And the 100k new wallets, again, very impressive number. But the question is, are these ghost wallets? Are these wallets being actually used on Cardano or are these being created by specific DeFi protocols in order to also show specific usage numbers? However, I do think Cardano can have a very interesting future going forward, especially after the fork in the summer. So there is a technical change coming in summer as well. Very similar to the Ethereum Merge, which has been delayed. I talked about it last week. But in Cardano's case, it could actually mean that they may have the advantage going forward. So quite interesting. And we will, of course, keep you posted on that. Now looking at the Cardano chart however that looks a bit more bitter. Of course I have drawn or you remember me saying that this one US dollar line is super super important and has held up pretty much the entirety of 2021. Now the question is of course what will happen afterwards. Now here we've had this correction and this range again becomes quite important for me. So the range between what is it 81 cents up to 91 cents. Should this range break? then I think it will look very, very problematic and then we will have to discuss this 35 cent line. But uh, until then, I would still try to stay positive at least for Cardano. Now, discussing Aave. Aave has launched a V3 on Avalanche or rather Avalanche has been integrated into Aave V3 and that has brought some juicy token rewards through liquidity mining. And we can see here from this screenshot here it was possible to get up to 75% APY on stablecoins such as USDT on Aave with of course the the base supply APY of 14.7% and 61% coming from Avalanche. And that just shows you that the general liquidity mining and these incentives that these DeFi protocols give out are super, super important and are very, very relevant. Now, unfortunately, since the pool has been filled a bit, of course, these rewards have gone down as well. So it's always just an incentive, especially at the beginning to get people into the pools. Now, looking at the charts in general, both Ave and Avax don't look that good to me especially surprising since Ave is in my opinion the absolute DeFi blue chip and that in turn essentially means that Aave could perform much much higher because on one side they have the product for the retail investor and through Ave Arc they have this product for institutional investors as well. So for me Again, a very important zone for now. This seems like a potential consolidation zone. If this should break, I would say this zone right here at around 114 to 124 could be interesting to buy in. Looking at AVAX, for me, kind of breaking this Fibonacci sequence is still very perfectly fine. For me, this line here will be relevant. So the 65 US dollar line, but I would expect even if we remove this, that this bottom of around 51 US dollar should hold up really nicely. I do believe that Avalanche currently has the most interesting scalability solutions in place. So this could be a very interesting midterm to long-term trade. Now discussing Polygon because they are bringing the so-called super net chains. Now, what is a super net chain? Very simply uh, described, the super net chains are kind of this sandbox to play around with to get new developers into the platform and them building new applications. There will be two specific SuperNet chains. One is called SuperNet Sovereign Chain and the other SuperNet Shared Security Chain with the idea that the shared security chain is managed by a single validator. So the idea is that the transaction costs are much, much lower, much, much faster, of course. And on the other, you are focusing more on the decentralization. With that together, they are pushing 100 million US dollars into the system, especially uh, for new developers. This could be quite interesting with the idea to bring mass adoption to Web3. Now, whether Polygon, Avalanche or Solana will make the race, it will become very, very interesting, but I do see a very kind of similar approach to supernets as to subnets, as they are called on Avalanche. Now, looking at the chart, again, this is a very important zone, so we're getting into important zones right now, so it's make or break. Should these break, usually we are in for a worse time, more bearish time generally. In Medic's case, I do see this line of around 126 as quite important. Then should this break, we're looking at one US dollar when it comes to Medic. Now, last but not least, quite an interesting story. SoftBank is bringing 400 million US dollars into Sandbox bringing the valuation up to 4 billion US dollars. So it could be quite interesting to see what is Sandbox planning with 400 million US dollars. Now Sandbox of course is one of the premier metaverse projects. Animoca brands, Adidas, Atari and all of these big corporations are already invested in Sandbox to create this new open metaverse idea. Now the interesting part here will of course be how does the competition react to that. On one side we have Disney which has, of course, the Disney parks and this idea of bringing NFTs and Metaverse together with these Disney parks. On the other side, you have Meta, formerly known as Facebook, which is also planning to really dive into the Metaverse. And there could be an interesting either partnership or actually very interesting competition happening. Generally discussing Sandbox in the community always gets positive results, so I would expect Sandbox to for- perform much much better in crypto circles. As to Meta and Disney, will probably befor- perform much much better when it comes to stocks and the metaverse play there. Looking at the Sandbox chart, though, it looks a bit bitter. I must say a lot of positive news coming from Sandbox, but still the chart doesn't look that good. I've drawn this interesting range for me here at 260 and. And here we have 287. And then if this should break for me, the interesting part would be at around 2 US dollar. But I do think Sandbox could potentially be more of a midterm and long-term play when it comes to this idea of metaverse. That was it from the crypto market Talk. Make sure that you subscribe, that you like this video, that you comment an interesting idea or thought to this video, and I will see you on the next one. Take care.